Let's talk about our top climate change news over this year. At Panorama, we've had our amazing reporters tell interesting stories about climate change, making sure we all are aware of what's happening. My name is Vinay Ozdemir and I will be sharing a quick recap of Panorama climate change stories. We started off the year with our producer, Emil Pavlich, sharing light onto remaining positive as young people to face the challenges of climate change. Emil Pavlich interviewed Ben Howes from the Victorian coordinator of Roots and Shoots Foundation, sharing some insight onto the importance for communities to stay connected and to work on an initiative that will better prepare us for the future. We then heard from Emil again, talking about the government declaring to propose the in-danger listing of the Great Barrier Reef. The scientific community say the irrefutable evidence of damage to the reef suggests the decision is only postponing the inevitable. Here's what Associate Professor Dr Scott Heron from James Cook University said. The Australian government lobbied hard to member states of the WHC to propose the in-danger listing of the reef. Why do you think they all voted against the listing? I'm, I'm not completely sure uh, as to the, the thoughts that they have in mind, but my reading of the situation uh, could include uh, a key factor of the entire World Heritage process. And that is that in 1972, this body was uh, first uh, defined for the purpose of protecting heritage. It involves many, many different countries, many, many different nation states. And as soon as we start taking the ideals of protecting heritage and linking them in with nation states, uh, inevitably we bring politics to the fore. Then our reporter Lillian Bernhardt explored the announcement made by Western Australia that banned native logging from 2024. Lillian Bernhardt chatted with the campaign director of the Western Australian Forest Alliance, Jess Berkling, about her thoughts on the announcement. Here's how it went. The next two and a bit years, are, um, there's a potential for a huge amount of damage to be done in the forest. So there's a couple of things that we're going to be focused on. One of them is minimising the damage in, in the forest in the next two years. And the other is working through the various processes that are going to be in place including the development of the 10-year forest management plan to make sure that the next 10 years of management from 2024 onwards are genuinely a world-class forest conservation plan and nothing less. As COP26 went underway last month, we explored the importance of achieving a net zero carbon emissions goal. Just to recap what that means, net zero carbon emissions is a term that refers to a balance between the amount of carbon produced and the amount of carbon removed from the environment. Climate leaders have agreed to reach this net zero by 2050. Angus Strain explained the importance and why we should care about this issue and the public's response to the outlined target. There have been some significant and groundbreaking pledges made, specifically in regards to methane emissions, climate cash and deforestation. I think what you could say today after two days of talks with around 120 world leaders is that we've pulled back a goal or perhaps even two. More than 130 nations have pledged to halt and reverse deforestation by 2030. Despite the media labelling these pledges as groundbreaking, we are still seeing youth movements around the world going against COP26. It is not a secret that COP26 is a failure. It should be obvious that we cannot solve a crisis with the same methods 
that got us into it in the first place. What a year it has been. Our reporters highlighting the importance of climate change and that us as young people should be more aware of how we can change behaviours to look after our earth. I'm Benay Ozdemir signing off for Panorama on Sin.